Welcome to the In My Head podcast, where I share sporadic thoughts that plague my mind in hopes that they'll transform your life. What is up, everybody? It's been a while since I've been with you guys. Uh, I started interviewing people, found out that it was actually kind of like harder just around the schedule, and then like I lost my podcasting itch. Uh, and then so I started uh, just creating some other stuff, a, a lot of writing and doing a lot of coding. So uh, I actually just released a book called Jesus and Cannabis. Uh, it's on Amazon. It's on Apple Books. Get it. I'm, I'm going to do a, a podcast soon talking about that and kind of like my experience with that. And uh, essentially, that is, it gives some some information for anybody, whether they have a can- cannabis background or not. Uh, enough information to be able to have a conversation with somebody that's in that industry that's um, really booming, really growing in a whole bunch of different ways. But for this podcast, oh, also one more thing before we get started, I'm going to be uh, just kind of be on the lookout. I'm actually starting with um, a friend of mine, just kind of like this new movement uh, and and building some things out. And so uh, one of the things I noticed when I was kind of scheduling and and talking with people about podcasts is like it kind of had or about interviewing for for the podcast is one of the things I found out like they had a lot of commonalities and so there's a thing that I want to do and just kind of like uh really some ideologies that I, I want to push that that's really on my heart and so be looking for that uh, I'll share that with you guys soon for today's podcast we're actually talking about uh, which I'm labeling it as you know networking as a community but essentially talking about this blockchain technology. And we're going to get in that. This is going to be a very kind of like overview uh, of blockchain and kind of what it is, um, just kind of give you a, a basis of that. But, you know, it's a very it's a very awesome technology, a very developing technology that, that's been around for a while. But we're going to get into that. It, it, it's really, you know, it, it's speaking of the United States, it's it's not a stretch for me to say that things have been, you know, our main conversation in the United States it has been very divisive. You know, you have black and brown versus white. You, you have vax versus non-vax, mask versus no, ma- no mask, uh, left versus right, and so many other things that is divisive. But the awesome part about all of this is that it's also becoming a very inclusive group um, in the in-between of each of kind of the, the polar opposites. There's a, a people group that is saying, you know, know what, regardless of whatever a person chooses, that is, that's their choice and that they should have the option to choose whether they should mask or not mask or vax or not mask and et cetera. And the, the problem that arises with polar opposites going against each other so strongly is causing people to take sides. And so, you know, uh, just kind of this thing of, you know, keep your job and get vax or get fired and lose your job. Um, that that you've been employed at for 20 years and and kind of the the people in those categories where they're being forced to, to uh, forced to, to live a life that they they don't want to live you know because they, they just don't want to get the shot yet or whatever the case whatever the reason might be or um that they you know they just they just want to get the vaccine kind of like move on with their life type thing and so one of the things that the problem arises with the the state of our nation is that you will have to partner with something that you might not agree with or um, you'll be canceled or, or you, you might not be able to exist in, in the life that you previously had because, you know, some depending on your influence, it's you have to take a side somewhere. But I want to say, what if there is another 
way? What if there's a way that regions can come together, you know, to help support each other? What if there's a solution that can help those kind of those in in between people still have a more normal life and not have to side with one side of extremism or on either on either side? Um, but what if there is a solution for that? And in this, that this is kind of what I'm going to talk about, kind of like blockchain solving some of our problems. But one of the things of real quick before we get more into that is that you know with these kind of extremes i guess you could say like the left and right type there's this this in the middle thing that's saying no i don't necessarily agree with them and i don't necessarily agree with them and but you know i'm somewhere in that middle one of the things that i'm finding out with conversation with with, with just people in in kind of different walks of life and, and just people that, that you know i really feel like god's bringing me to to meet with is that the middle people aren't alone, you know, it, it's and one of the things with extremism on on for anything, it, it, it makes you think like, OK, the other person, the other side that's polar opposite is the enemy. And like, that's it. Like, so if they're not on my side, you know, they're on that side type deal. But one of the things that's really awesome is that I'm finding that there's some some middle ground people that's, you know, not necessarily. Uh, against vax or 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 even some not necessarily like for vax but you know they're for choice or they're for people and then so one of the things that this blockchain technology does is it offers a lot of solutions and uh, a lot of solutions for you know for healthcare system for our governments for our financial institutions or our small businesses or and our children's children's and our neighbors and now uh, one of the things it might not be a definite solution but I believe that it has a solid proposition that can help us as a nation and as a global community. And one of the problems with leading anything is that somewhere you have to take a side. It's just kind of like the, you know, the nature of it. Some Somewhere in your leading of people, no matter if it's an organization with hundreds of people, tens of people, thousands of people, millions of people, whatever, like somewhere you have to state like, okay, this is what we believe and this is what we're going after. Uh, for example, let's talk about kind of big tech corporations. You know, they, they I would like to say they did not know when they began their companies at a pandemic and political frustration and global warming and racism, sexism, and all the other craziness was going, going to bubble up and to make a concoction of division, hate, and cancel culture. But they have a right, just kind of like any business, uh, they have a right to stand for what they believe in. Now, so there comes a tension when they don't want certain things to be viewed on their platforms. And and now for the ones who are opposite of what the, the value of the company, they may feel targeted and for just reasons. Their voice becomes silence in a way, and now we are left with confusion. You know, it's kind of like, who to listen to? Aren't we all people? Shouldn't our voice of existence matter? Do, don't we have the right to speak no matter what? And, you know, all these kind of questions arise. And it's like, last I checked, every person was born with a mouth. But there's a conflict between people groups. There, When there's a conflict between people groups, there arises a tension that, that has the potential to start riots and even cause wars and you know one of the things with the, the big tech is you know they have a, they have a culture inside of them and where you know it's a very political culture just kind of like any kind of uh, any kind of organization you know they have that kind of like office politics type things and you know it comes down to like to the leaders leading that organization to say hey this is what we believe and this is what we're going to push out so you know even though they gain all this notoriety and they have this this stewardship type deal and you know whether they think that or not they have like this audience like they're going to push out their beliefs eventually 
um, you know, just because of who they are. Now, one of the, the awesome thing about blockchain is that it kind of takes off that those hidden agendas or even those kind of like political uh, preferences and kind of leaves it just based on math and just based on numbers. And, uh, you know, if you're not familiar with blockchain, you know, this is like I said before, this is just a real brief explanation of a, a very growing uh, technology um, and just some of my thoughts of how it could help us in different areas as a society. Of our soft, you know, the, the the technology isn't perfect, but I believe that it's a step in the right direction. And the best way to kind of explain what blockchain is is for me to first explain how our technology helps us communicate nowadays. So kind of like present day, like widely used things, uh, widely used tech, you know. And with the help of the internet, one of the things that you, the internet has done has opened up the world to be able to communicate very fast. And you know. This piece of content, this podcast right now, you know, I was just kind of like looking at some stats and there, there's people from like multiple countries, which is super duper cool to me uh, that, that people are listening from from all around. But, you know, this piece of content can be viewed by pretty much everybody and anybody who has an Internet connection. And, you know, that's one of the things uh, that's beautiful about the Internet is that it connects the world. Now, typically, the, the way that our internet works is that we operate from a centralized type model. For example, one of the ways to see a centralized organization is our banking system, uh, you know, in which there's good things and, and there's and there's bad things uh, sometimes. Um, but, you know, it's just the main thing right now. That's what our kind of culture does. Um, or is just accustomed to. And so if you want to open up a bank account for them to hold your money, uh, for you have to give paperwork to identify you as an actual person. And so this helped prevent this helps prevent fraud among a whole bunch of other things. Uh, and one of the things, you know, if you need to transfer money, you have to let the, the institution that you're banking with know that you want to transfer X amount to such and such. And so they have to identify the other person and the transfer is pretty much up to the mercy of the institution's time frame. Also, during this process, the people who make the process happens uh, happen needs to be compensated as well. So there, there may be a fee to pay to compensate the institution, uh, and that's just kind of part of the centralized institution. Now, blockchain allows for a transference to happen from person to person. So where uh, kind of centralized organization bank, it happens from person to bank to person. You know, this happens from person. This technology allows you to 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 transact with a person to person and you know that technically speeds up the transaction time and now there there are, are many blockchains but essentially they all work super similar um you know they all have like a protocol they have like all kind of run by a, a program uh, but there's obviously like different language and they use some some very i say intense math and also other kind of like protocols to operate autonomously without the interference of human uh, values or agendas. And so, you know, people, people create the protocols, but it'll run itself. So once you kind of create these programs, you create these protocols, you put it on the blockchain and then it runs, um, it, it runs itself It's autonomous. So once, once it's created, it's just out there. And, you know, so where typical centralized institutions, they have a huge building with these servers, uh, the block, a blockchain network consists of kind of many different, they call them nodes, uh, and imagine kind of like these mini computers that that's constantly um, 
up to date with each other and they constantly kind of like anybody could see like the transactions and everything. Um, but they're, they're, they're constantly updating with new information. So even if one, let's say one node, one, one, this kind of mini computer type thing breaks down, like there's so many other nodes that's connected with it that once it comes back on, it'll, it will adapt it to with all the updated information. And so you, you're never truly losing um, the information unless the world gets hit by the huge meteorite and then everything electric just crashes. But um, yeah, <laughs> another kind of good picture of how it works is is super similar to a scene of Raya and the Last Dragons. Uh, hashtag make watching kid movies without kids normal. Uh, anyway, Raya the Last Dragon. There, there's this. It's this cool Disney Disney uh, show, and there's this scene where one of the main characters go to this village. And she learned. Okay, let me give you let me give you context for Ryan Last Dragon because it's it's really awesome. So essentially, spoiler alert. Essentially, it's this that this this uh the world is broken up into like different tribes, and you know every tribe kind of hates this one tribe called Hort because they protect this this gym type thing that is all the other tribes think that it makes the their their tribe like super rich and so they want it so the the leader of this heart tribe he wants to bring all the tribes together so that they could bring one kind of um nation type thing together and then so long story short there's some betrayal and then the tribe um or then the the arps breaks and then these evil things that this arp like fought off like thousands of years before they come back and then Raya um, goes on this mission to find like the last dragon because they dragons existed when dragons help uh, I are, are defend from the, the darkness type deal. And so anyway, so that's kind of like the, the context of it. Watch it. It's a super awesome movie, but there's a scene where one of the main characters, they go, go to this village and she learns about credit and so she, she goes to each of these vendors in this village that she's never been before, and she tells them that I'm getting this on credit. And so each vendor, you know, in, in the show is, is they're looking at her strange because she isn't part of the community. And eventually what happens is they confront her and they let her know that no one knows who you are and that she needs to return everything. And so this is super similar to blockchain in the sense that the blockchain works by a public ledger. Like I was saying earlier, and this ledger is confidential by each person using a type of a wallet, kind of like crypto wallet that has a, a unique code, and each transaction is recorded on this ledger. And so if someone tries to change the ledger and hack in some way, it won't work because they would have to hack all of the individual nodes at a very close time, which would be pretty much impossible. Uh, because it's decentralized, uh, whereas in a centralized location, you know, somebody could hack this this server and put whatever they want or take whatever information. And, you know, all of that information that's on that server is at the mercy of whatever that person wants to do. And so but if the for the decentralized, what happens is if they hack one server and like bring it down, like it, it really doesn't matter because there's so many other servers and then each server each node is working with one another. So if somebody tries to put some uh, some crazy tr um, data on there, then it, it will notify the other one and say, okay, this isn't right. Uh, you're not a part of this community. Like you don't have the, the, the right credentials. And then so that wouldn't be able to happen. And so one of the things where I kind of want to end, and this is a little bit longer than usual, but I'm just getting my itch back and, and really been super 
pumped to talk with you guys about this, especially with some of the things that that's been in the the recent news conversation with as far as another global or another economic kind of crisis and shutdown. Uh, let's kind of talk about. I want to give some ideas about how a community, you know, if they were to adopt this type of system, how it would help um, just assist, you know, a community of people with, you know, one of the things would be transactions of goods. Uh, one of the things would happen when the, the pandemic hit and a lot of these businesses closed, you know, there was no money coming in and, and they, they couldn't, they couldn't operate. And even if, if they would, you know, there was this thing of, well, you, you would lose, kind of like everything, like the, the government will shut you down. And obviously, you know, our government's been dealing with a lot and, you know, just kind of like all the, all this different stuff. Um, and this, you know, blockchain is just one of the, it's something to, I believe that could, that could help the, the, the government in this kind of like real tension, uh, just, just this highly intense moment in history uh, that will, will pass. But, you know, one of the ways that this blockchain technology could help is imagine. Okay, so I didn't talk about this a lot, but so if you, you're probably familiar with like Bitcoin or you probably heard of Dogecoin and these types of cryptocurrency. And essentially what happens is a cryptocurrency is on top of a blockchain. So, you know, cryptocurrency is the token or, or the, the currency that people transact with. Um, and, you know, the, the greater kind of uh, community that's around a token the more how can I put it, the more value that that token may have and so it, it may it, it, the value of the token will increase the greater the community around it becomes and so let's say that a little I'm, I'm from a small town in or a smaller town in um you know southwest Louisiana let's say that you know Karen Bill and Bob uh, all small business owners decide know what we're going to come together and, you know, let's let's use our transaction method to be a cryptocurrency. Let's make our own cryptocurrency. Uh, let's make our own let's make our own kind of um, blockchain dApps, which is uh, dApps is a decentralized application so that we can transact goods. So you know, let's say so if I give you some chicken eggs, you know, that that could go on this blockchain. And then so you uh, that works in you work in marketing can give me some ads or, or what. And like there's this almost which you could do this. You can do this, um, you know, with without this technology. But, you know, this technology built correctly, like it just it, it makes things so much more simpler. And then especially when it becomes to. Um, you know, currency transactions, you know, where where you trend you let's say you have your own token, you transact with somebody and like there's a certain token subscribed to you where you get this, this digital asset where you can cash in for another person that uh, subscribes value or another business owner in that small region that subscribes value to uh, this token or as part of this system that has adopted this currency for a, a time while things just kind of like pass over. And then, so it, it gives, it gives that, um, you know that's one of the ways that a community could adopt uh, that. Which hope I, I was kind of clear about that. There's there's just so many kind of creative ways for for people to go and just for things to really, um, you know, one one of the things that, that that that's really in my heart is almost like these family contracts that I want to build. So let's say that a fa some families come together, and the family's like, okay, like the dad or of the family and the mom is okay, like we have this skill set and we want, you know, you're you're 
they say to this other family, like, okay, you're friends. Um, let's make a contract right now. And, you know, our family could re revise it. It'll, it'll come back up to do uh, in three years and they, we could revise it and say, okay, like we could describe different terms or whatever. Almost kind of like the, if you ever seen like kind of like kingdom, oh, oh, king movies, king and queens or kingdom movies where the kingdom has said, no, it will provide this and this. And like they have like this arrangement, the ceremonies set kind of like each year where they go and uh, where they go and kind of like re revise it or whatever. But, you know, so kind of like that, I, ha I have this idea that that I'm working out with uh, just as I, as I learn, as I like actually develop like blockchain um, programs. And, uh, you know, another big craze that you probably heard about the blockchain is NFTs. And uh, essentially, so, some of the other people like I talked was like, what's so special about NFTs? And essentially what happens is like it's this art that people create and they put it on the blockchain. They mint it on the blockchain, which says, OK, you know, they, they create this smart contract is what it's called. And you see the owner of this piece of art and all these different things. And so people could sell, you know, depending on the 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 person who who creates it and like just the kind of really the community behind it like people ascribe a lot of value like there's been nft sales for like millions and uh you know uh tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars and you know that's just one time and you can even put in the smart contract let's say that your daughter makes a drawing you mint it you put it on the blockchain like it it ascribes like a whole bunch of value you can even have in your smart contract where the original person who created it, they get a percentage forever, you know? And so nobody, so anybody could search and say, okay, this, this piece of art exists for, or this piece of art uh, is owned by such and such um, now, but it was created by whatever, you know? And, and so there's these really cool things. And I really, like I just heard of, I think that it was a 12 year old or a 14 year old, like they made like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars or something like that. They just created these these NFTs. Like it's a very kind of like is digital art, but very basic. But they made this that much money uh, just making these things and minting it, and, and people bought it and loved it. And you know it'll be around for as long as we have uh, internet type deal. Uh, so it'll be around forever. And so another cool thing that I just saw as well is that I think it was in Hong Kong. Uh, they they just had an NFT museum. Um, which is super awesome. I even saw these pictures of people like putting this art and like the NFTs that they owned inside of their house and these picture frames. And so there's a lot of things. And right now it's newer, you know, there's a lot of hype, but I believe that very soon, um, you know, especially just kind of as the, the government transitions or as we transition these times with, you know, just all the printing of money and all these different things and, and working those things out. I think uh, a, a lot of people are ascribing a lot of value to cryptocurrencies. And so, um, you know, follow me for, for, for some more things, or there's a lot of people that's way more knowledgeable about this technology uh, than I. I'm just kind of, this is one of the things that I've been obsessed with. So I, I wanted to share it with you guys um, and just really kind of like plant that seed for you, for you guys to be thinking, because maybe that could help you in your business. Maybe that could help you in your organization, your nonprofit, or uh, just your life in general. And so if you have any more questions, uh, feel free to, you can message me on Instagram. You can message me, um, you know, through my, my website, patrickvmurray.com. Um, and send a message to there. Uh, and I would be happy to answer your questions or even kind of brainstorm with you and talk about, you know, ideas 
Um, I, I've been in this. I actually just create a decentralized Instagram, which essentially was Instagram on a blockchain where people could post a picture and uh, they, you know, another person could tip a certain cryptocurrency on there. And so that's, that's a pretty cool build working through some full stack stuff now. Um, so if you want to keep up with more of kind of like the blockchain stuff or even any of the kind of like the code I create, you can follow me on GitHub, Patrick VM. Um, but yeah, awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you have any questions or any comments or anything that, you know, that said that, that just piques your interest, like I said, message me. Thank you for listening. Like I also, you know, this was a little bit longer, uh, but I am back and I'm excited to talk with you guys. Again, thank you for the love and stay curious.